0: Welcome to the good life. Oh.
1: welcome to the good life. Oh the wait is over, welcome to the good life. and after all the talk, all I gotta say is, welcome to the good life. you're
2: welcome, yeah.
0: you're all welcome. Hello and welcome back to the Point of Difference podcast, or pod pod as we like to be called. I'm your host, Matt Ricks, coach of the Terrace Crew. It was a monster round, particularly Sunday in round nine of the National Rugby League. As we look forward to Magic Round this weekend up in Brisbane, looks to be very, very wet, going by the forecast. The round just gone, round nine. Well, it was a. It started off very, very slow with popular cheapy Isaiah Tass uh, failing against the Broncos on on Thursday night. Fair to say, didn't get much better with Nathan Cleary flopping against. The Parramatta Eels out there at Penrith for their first loss in I think 25 games. Here to dissect it all with me tonight, as per usual, is the younger brothers of the Ricks family. First up, we have middle brother, former third place overall Super Coach in 2014. It's coach of the Casabanitas, Danny Ricks. Danny Boy, welcome back to the Pod Pod. How would you shape up in round nine?
2: Yeah, thank you, Matty. Uh, again, a bit of a bit of a pass score. I was very fortunate that I made some good trades this week. I brought in Nico Hines, which yeah, it was great to see him get the get the huge score that he did. Yeah, and uh, brought in uh, the cheapy Tui Pilotto. so finally made some good trades and uh, got me some great points. Uh, Captain Cleary wasn't the best; uh, had a um, had an England. England netball camp on the weekend, so I had to had to get to that. So I wanted to watch watch my captain play, and unfortunately didn't didn't pan out that well. But uh, yeah, looking forward to discuss some of the uh, some of the stuff tonight, and and looking forward to the uh, to the buy rounds where it where it gets a bit uh, gets a bit harder for coaches to start making trades.
0: You mentioned you wanted to see your captain play. Is that something that you try to do most weeks, uh, or try to structure your captaincy, vice captaincy around? When I'm running, it's important to enjoy. It's important to enjoy Supercoach, Exactly,
2: right? yeah. You you do it for the enjoyment, particularly when you're ranked about eight thousand. Uh, I don't I don't think I'll be pushing for titles this year or anywhere near the uh, the highs of the third place twenty fourteen. So, yeah, more more want to enjoy it, and I'm glad to get some more sharkies in the team, I'm looking for some more as well.
0: Eight thousand is a pretty good rank. I mean, I still think you shouldn't be giving up yet. Top one k is definitely in your sights. Uh, but I know you like to go pod, so
2: yeah, yeah, there'll be there'll be a few pods thrown out tonight as well. So,
0: yeah, our second guest, uh, as usual, joins us. Uh, he's only on for the first half tonight, but we'll try and squeeze as much out of him as we can. Uh, coach of Tubes is Pod Tubes Tubes. Welcome back, first of all. Uh, we left last week's pod um, with you saying that you were going to wait until Sunday afternoon to decide your captain. It was going to be Nico or or Talakai. Which, uh,
1: which way did you end up going? I ended up captaining Teddy on Saturday night um, uh. for a bit of a pod move, uh, which I was very happy with come uh, the end of uh, 7.30 on Saturday night with, with Teddy getting 126 and um, uh, probably a little bit less happy uh, on, su- on Sunday afternoon once Nico busted out such a big score. I mean – I certainly can't be disappointed. I'm happy to have in Nico. Uh, probably my one and only good play of the season was two weeks ago bringing in Nico instead of Cleary. Um, so uh, it's, I'm certainly happy you got 180, but wish I stuck to my guns and, and kept the captain on him.
0: Yeah, has that does that sting you at all, Dan? Having said that, you were going to kind of just hope Cleary just wouldn't pay off and, and you dodged him. Is that is that hurting a bit now for you?
2: Yeah, a little bit, but. You know, now I've gone this week. Hines and Cleary halfbacks kind of just set and forget for the year now. So, uh, it would have been a great move to dodge Cleary. Uh, He's going to lose a fair bit of cash now. uh, Origin coming up, but you know who sees who sees him getting forty on the weekend. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how'd you score overall, tubes?
1: Uh, I had a pretty good week. I mean, obviously I had Teddy and uh, Hines, so I got thirteen sixty-seven. Which was green arrows for me. So I'm back I'm up to rank of fourteen thousand seven hundred and seventy five. So I'm very much chasing that top one thousand. Uh, and need a few pods to go the right way.
2: How'd uh how'd you feel yeah. about watching Tane Milne on the weekend? Their tubes on the wing for South.
1: Oh a big ton. Uh, it was a beauty, wasn't it? Especially when <laughs> I um I mean, I traded him out the week before, but I brought in Tass and played him. So I'm watching <laughs> Tass just get 20 wild mils tonning up. So that was that was that was a nice feeling on what was that Thursday night?
0: Now Tass will be dropped. Yeah, oh.
1: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Poor old Isaiah. Um, yeah, I uh, Terrace Crew scored 1407. Uh, Captain Pappenhausen. I, we went to that game tubes. So it was pretty entertaining, but poor old Paps got a bit tied up in a. In a tackle and turned out he did his knee, and then uh, thankfully he stayed on and managed to score another try and <laughs> did his hammy. Did his hammy. Um, but yeah, it was look, I was pretty happy with that decision of Captain Pappenhausen. I managed to get Xavier Coates a low score, I think, which really helped my rank this week, um, not being an owner. Um, and obviously, those ranked fairly high, all owning Coates. So I my fourteen oh seven was good enough to take me from three hundred second up to one hundred thirty fifth overall. Oh so, really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't even I didn't even look. Yeah, knocking on the door of the top one hundred. Um, so, and uh, and there's been some ins and outs this week that I think will help my cause. So we'll get onto that. But um, but yeah, I'm I'm pumped for a big show tonight. Uh, plenty to talk about as usual, and keen to get stuck right in. We've got a huge show, we're going to give a quick update on Queenstown, um, go through all the ins and outs uh, for the this week's games, along with game previews, have a chat about some of the crucial players in each of those games, and chat a bit of strategy along the way. Uh, we're going to dig into the buy numbers, how many buy numbers do you want in your team for round 13 and round 17, it's really getting to that crunch time where every trade matters for that period, and we're going to have a little bit of chat about boosts, uh, how comfortable we're feeling about how many boosts we used and... Uh, a bit more about the the kind of nuance around how you might want to use your boosts moving forward, both this season and beyond. I'm going to chat quickly about our trays for the week and our captains for the week and our ever-popular segment, Who Would You Rather, which made it onto Twitter last week. So we'll probably do that again. It was a bit of good fun. <sighs> if we can pack that all in, um, we might get to a tirade. Not sure it'll be with tubes, but we'll see how we go. Right, first cab off the rank, we got our update on Queenstown bet. Uh, me and Dan versus Dad and Tubes. Uh, Dan, how do we get on this week?
2: Yes, similar story most weeks. Uh, yourself, Matt, and Poppy Ricks just absolutely dominating those high scores. Uh, me and Tubes maybe coming in with a little bit of a chip and pot, but not doing much at all through the through the holes. So, uh just carrying the bags. Exactly, <laughs> carrying the bags pretty much. <laughs> and I am looking to look at your team a little bit more and jump on and maybe – you know, maybe you might throw me five k if you end up winning it. So I'll. Uh... I'm I'm th-
0: I'm thinking about that's just really got me thinking about famous caddies. So I'm gonna go with your Romeo Dan off tin cup, mm-hmm. and and tubes is uh I don't even know what the bloke's name is off Happy Gilmore. Oh, the that Will Zalatoris yeah.
2: looking bloke off Happy Gilmore.
0: Yeah. Oh that no oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one I was thinking I was thinking of his main caddy when he goes
2: pro. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we got uh, Dad uh, pipped you by, uh, I think it was around 17 points uh, with a 14.24 on the weekend. And he's moving up to the 600s, I think, for the ranks. So doing really well.
0: Yeah, yeah. that was was Dad. Yeah. Dad got 14.24. Yeah, sorry. Is that what you said? And uh, you've gone
2: 14.07. So both contributed well. Uh, We still hold the lead. So Matt and Dan leading by 80 uh, coming into round 10. I, I we're doing well to stay with you, considering
1: if Matt's coming 135th yeah, overall, we're, we're staying with you. Yeah, pretty, well, Dad's pretty, Dad's pretty coming cool. 616th or something. He's flying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so we're doing well, and I and I'd probably say I'm more of a Steve Williams caddy type uh, to to, oh, to Steve Tiger. Williams. <laughs> uh, that's that's probably more uh, more more what I'm bringing to the table here.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Fair, enough. <laughs> fair, enough. So, pretty, oh, yeah, fair rebuttal, Stevie.
1: Speaking of uh, of, I guess rankings the the PodPod group. So, still anyone that's jumping on board to listen to the PodPod now, join our group. Uh, The group code is seven three two six five four. Interestingly, Matt, you've obviously with a high rank. You've you're you're now leading the group, overall rank of one thirty five. Um, but you will be ineligible for the top prize, I think. So, uh, well, surely
0: if I win, I can just I can pick who I want to come to the to the uh, the chairman's mm, lounge. Possibly,
1: but uh, second place is uh, shout out to Rob from Coach of the Rudy Duties, still hanging in there, hundred fortieth overall, and uh, Michael uh, from uh, Coach of Shine Bright uh made a, a had a big huge week with a 1483 and has rocketed up the uh the ladder uh 221 um and then we've got uh He's currently skin. he's ca- yeah. he's currently
0: he's currently in New York City Shine Bright uh yeah. not a bit of a junket so hopefully he can keep up from over there big shout out to Shine Bright and well yeah. done on the on the big score this week
1: and then uh, Scandy three thirty seven, and then Canaan, uh, uh, which is Dad's team uh, six fourteen. Canaan, <laughs> Canaan, uh, Canaan, and then uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then uh, Dom's Derricks. I don't know who Dom is, but is a Dom's tribute, tribute a to community.
0: your t- tribute to YouTubes,
1: yeah, possibly, <laughs> and doing a lot better coming eight hundred twentieth overall. So six six teams in the top thousand. Um, That's a good. Yeah, offense, we're punching above our weight. Yeah, we're flying. Well done. Well done, the Pod Pod group.
0: Group code 732654, again, if you want to get involved. Um, and it's a bit of fun. What about Andrew King? Put him in the circuit. Put him somewhere. He's too good for this game. Well, the juggler. The juggler's come out at Brookie. All right, on to team lists for this week. Uh, Dogs versus Knights. First game up there in Brisbane um, on Friday night. It's hopefully not going to be too wet for the fans who are getting out there. For the Knights, uh, Mitchy Barnett finally back from suspension, along with Adam Clune. Uh, Frizz and Gagai. Frizzell and Gagai are still out, though, importantly for the Knights. Frizzell was a laid out last week. Um, probably their two best players, really. So it uh, could be a bit of a struggle. Dogs unchanged or only some minor... Changes on the bench, tubes. I'll kick off with you. Uh, probably the most irrelevant Supercoach game of the season. Uh, can you give me anything?
1: Oh, there's a there's another one coming up as well. The Titans game is fairly irrelevant this weekend. I for me, uh, I did have a bit of a look into Matt Burton. Uh, dogs do have, a, and I think we spoke about it on the pod last week. Obviously, Burton was kicking again on the weekend. Dogs do have a fairly favourable draw. Coming up uh, and play that first Origin uh, uh, buy round, first buy round. Um, so I did have a, a look at him at four hundred and seventy k. I don't think he'll be coming into my team. There is so, so many good options this week, but but he's probably one of the the one relevant one uh, in the in the dogs team.
0: Uh, Dan, we, we spoke a bit a bit about Burton last week, uh, and we've spoken a bit about Jerry Marshall King. Um, is he someone who you could entertain? for that second hooker spot it's it's starting it's um all these other hookers are really starting to fall by the wayside after harry grant
2: yeah it feels pretty dot ball to me uh bringing in marshall king right now particularly with uh you know plenty of guns going down last week you're kind of looking to spend the amount of cash that you've got uh so you you Rarely going to be looking for a mid-ranger at the moment who covers buys. So I think most people would yep. be looking for some top dollar, top dollar guys and not bringing in that Burton. I flagged yep. last week. Uh, I think I was I was cheering for him when he when he went over in the first half and and that got denied, but then he got over in the second half. So he does look a find. The only thing that turns me off Burton is the chance of origin. So I would I would be saying yes, he's a definite buy if I wasn't. Um, Worried he's going to going to make origin,
0: yeah, and he's only he's only four hundred twenty three k tubes, so he's actually a bit cheaper. Um, Yeah, thing for me just is just these dogs just they're just really struggling for points. Like I think they're averaging around ten points per game, Mm. which is pretty dire. Um, And as you say, he could get picked for origin, so. He's a he's a no. Fan. I, if,
1: yeah, if he doesn't, I mean, they uh, you probably would want to go this week, and so it's probably irrelevant because I'm not. But it's knights, tigers, dragons, and then obviously panthers in that buy round without their yeah. um, without their players. So there's a few. Yeah,
0: you could. It's a risk. It's a risk to take. But yeah, yeah, I think it's just. Yeah, I think there's a. It's just a few too many crosses.
2: No. One just I so wanted to mention out of that game. Um, David Clemmer's minutes have picked up to sort of 65 minutes the last two games. He scored a decent 72 on the weekend. Uh, again, uh, depending on what's obviously Haas back now, probably people aren't looking for that front row forward position, but still one to watch if he's getting those consistent big minutes.
0: Yeah, if if Haas or Puppley go down, then... He's definitely on the radar for yeah, a second, for the second slot. Particularly in, you know, over the, the
2: origin period with Haas, say he misses four of you know those six or seven games, then he's a I think he's a definite trade out.
0: Uh, TPJ is probably the only other really relevant one here. Um, I nearly bought him in last week, but ended up holding Haas. So I think I don't think that was a right or wrong decision. TPJ scored well, and I think he remains a uh, I think he's a pretty good option at second row forward. Like for Murray. Obviously, Murray's not going to be out for possibly four to six. So it's really, really thin in the second row. Um, That dual flexibility to move him up to front row as well. Um, Yeah, keen to hear what you reckon on him, Dan.
2: Uh, I've had him. I brought him in quite early. Uh, I don't mind him there. Obviously, he's got a little bit of a low floor, but uh, can can pull out some decent scores. And he's still yet to really explode, but it's going to be difficult in that uh, Bulldogs team. It is really barren in that second row forward and there is there's one man that is come in this week. We'll talk about a bit later, but uh, I'd say if he has one or two good games, he's gonna be in everyone's team in the next two weeks.
1: Wow. Mm. I I'm you tr- it, about, got me little, intrigued.
2: Nice little cliff mm. cliffhanger there, Dan. Let's see if um, the listeners can work that one out.
1: And and uh and on
0: the night side, just uh hashtag no nights from me.
2: Yeah. No, Barnett uh, now that he's back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm. <laughs> nope. He's got that he's got the suspension risk though now because he's got loading. Oh yeah. So different. I different thought I
1: thought I mean not relevant because you're definitely not getting him, but I thought Ponga looked fairly good on the weekend for the Cowboys. It was he was definitely getting involved, but it didn't translate to super coach points anyway. But
0: um nah, Ponger Ponga, pretty well. Ponga's not an option.
2: Surprisingly big score from Tex Hoy as well.
0: Did he have attacking stats? Yeah. Uh, moving along, game number two. Plenty to talk about here. This is Manly versus Brisbane. For Manly, Olakawatu is hopefully back. He was a bit crook last week, apparently, to go on the back of a suspension. Uh, hurt a few super coaches, I believe, who had to play ta- Talangi over the top of him when he pulled out. Uh, Josh Schuster remains unavailable. I think he's still got a little niggle. Uh, for the uh, f- uh, obviously Burbo uh, keeps his spot. Uh, at centre this week, he, he played back row last week, so little little change there for him. Good to see him hold his place in the side. Payne Haas and, Luke, Luke, Payne Haas and Kurt Capewell come back into the side, importantly for the Broncos. So everyone who held Haas will be uh, very pleased with themselves, myself included. Tubes, Paps, is gone for four to six weeks, as reported on Tuesday by the Melbourne Storm. Uh, Turbo is he slotting straight in for you as a as a as a like for like replacement?
1: Yeah, Turbo straight in. Uh, I actually I went I went deep looking for options outside of Turbo, and I just I I don't think any of them cut the mustard. Uh, I think it, it seems like the 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 obvious choice is the right choice in this in this scenario. I couldn't find a pod that was worthy of of bringing in instead. I was
0: pretty um. I didn't really want Turbo this week. They're playing the Bronx, who are obviously going all right, even though I think that they're grossly overrated in terms of what they're doing. Just on that, Warren Smith said there, on the coverage the other night, he said they're the real deal in 2022 and genuine contenders. Now, I've got a genuine problem with that. Um, They're not genuine contenders. No. They've they've had two nice wins back-to-back against Cronulla and South. Don't get me wrong, but... They are a long, long way off, and I'll still be surprised if they make uh, the top eight. Yeah, maybe they'll sneak like, in away. You think about but,
2: three, yeah. three out of the four of that spine they've got, um, two including Tamari Martin and Billy Walters at the moment, and Tyson Gamble. Yeah, I mean, it's just just yeah. a, Look, not not I, contenders I, there. Not
1: contenders. I think I've I think I've tipped against the Bronx the last two weeks, like given him the start, and they've won both games, so I probably not, <laughs> no one to, to judge. Uh, but I think Nanley are going to give him a good touch up this week. So, well, I hope so Burbo and Turbo coming into the team could be a could be a nice top up. I know Ruben Garrick is on a lot of people's um, on a lot of people's radar. Rightly and, so, and 300k less than Turbo if you if you tossing up between between the two but um but yeah I, I I I think he's a big option for for center wing with Turbo back in the team.
0: He's not dual so you have got to do a bit of shuffling.
2: Will he get dual? Uh,
1: get,
0: uh no, I don't think he will. How, how long did he how long did he, he replace? Three years, he three. Had, yeah, so he might. He might um, get dual. But but I mean you've got most people have cooler so you can always put cooler back there fullback and, yeah. and Garrick to center wing. I don't
2: think it's the issue of putting someone back there. It's just whether you want two sort, yeah. of, two sort of gun fullbacks. I'm a bit anti-Turber this week. I think I'm happy to lay him at, uh, mm. given their, just their run, if he gets beat this week against the Broncos, uh, they've got two tough games coming up. I did have a look at his base stats and they were pretty phenomenal. I think it's about 35 points just in runs alone. So he will still score really well, even if he's not getting huge attacking stats. Uh, but I think with that cash, uh, you know, I think Garrick might be might be the better option and he plays that buy round. So I was trying to work it out logically with the numbers. Um, I, I'm sort of leaning towards Garrick over Turbo.
0: Yeah, that's interesting because you're right, they, their run isn't ideal. The other thing to say in the lay Turbo column is... It's going to be. They're getting 200 mils of rain up there this week, so it's not going to be conducive to a really high scoring attacking game. Insane that, as a caveat, as per usual, Turbo can go big anytime, anywhere. So that's no guarantee, but it definitely shifts the probability or likelihood towards it not being that Turbo 150 that otherwise we we might expect. Yeah,
1: uh, I keep I kept coming back to your. Doing the analysis last year, Matt on on Turbo v Gutho yeah. uh, and and him Turbo not playing Origin and I just think it like to me I want my two gun fullbacks Turbo's 900k because he's worth 900k and I've and if Paps is going out Turbo's the other gun coming in and he's going to have a big score in the next few weeks regardless of who they're playing at some point in time.
0: Yeah, the other the, the other the other thing to note there is Dan. You mentioned that. Um, you might want to take him on. And I think that's quite a nice pod play um, if you are chasing rank mm-hmm. to go, okay, that's a really calculated move um, to go, well, if I can get him beat this week and then he has a tough run, he's actually going to really drop some cash. He's not going to get the points and I can use that cash to make up ground elsewhere by getting maybe maybe someone like Garrick and Joey Manu next week. Um, with that with that, Paps cash. Mm. Um, but for me in my position uh, at 135th, Turbo is a guy – now, I'm not saying that it would be the wrong play for me to dodge Turbo, but Turbo is a guy who could really rattle me if I don't get him, and so – most of the players up the top are going to own Turbo this week. So I think that it's – I don't want to throw the season away on this particular move.
2: Yeah, and I think most people up the top have all the other guns already. So there's not really – with the yeah. amount of cash that Paps is going to generate, there's no one really else to bring in uh, unless you want to start dropping down. But then you're holding a lot of cash on your bench, which I don't, yeah, I don't exactly. like to do at all. Uh, for me, say I'm, yeah. I'm getting uh, – finally getting my man, Big IPAP in this week. Yes. Um, you know, I can't, it's just an absolutely delicious lineup against uh, Sammy Walker, Tupanua, if he plays there, uh, and Big Momorowski. So if you don't have IPAP, I would be swapping out, um, swapping paps swapping in, for IPAP if you can via the jewels. Uh, so for me, it's just a matter of yep. I can't get IPAP and Turbo out. I'm just a little bit short. So I'm going to go for IPAP this week and take on Turbo.
0: So you can you get IPAP and Garrick for Paps's money? Yep.
2: I can get IPAP and basically yep. anyone else but Turbo.
0: Yeah. So see so that makes a lot of sense, especially for your team there, right? Yeah. So yeah,
2: There's not, you know, uh, we're short in the front uh, second row forwards. You need those those top guys there. Uh, and you know, they've got a tough run, Manly. It's not gonna be that easy for for Turbo. He's coming back from injury. And if he is firing anyway, Garrick's usually is benefiting from that, from the yeah. from the goals. A insura- bit of insurance. Yeah. So I think he's, 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 I'm probably leaning on Garrick in that, that sense. Burbo's yeah, re- Burbo's really come like at an strategy. awkward time. I don't know if, if you guys are bringing him in or not.
0: Uh, I'll be looking at Burbo for sure. Um, the Isaiah Tass not playing has thrown a bit of a spanner in, but I haven't given that enough thought yet. Tubes, uh, were you going to mention something about the last conversation?
1: Yeah, I I had yeah I was gonna talk about about Burbo Burbo's coming into my team this week. I know they've got a tough run, but I I with with Tommy back, I'm really I'm I'm liking the idea of having some another manly outside backs. Plus, I think you saw last year Turbo like after he got over the line, passed it to Burbo. I feel like you know he's going to be trying to feed him <laughs> some more tries throughout the year. Uh, and then the, the other comment I just wanted to make was I took I took the over six and a half line at the start of this app of you mentioning you're coming 135th and and i've been i've so, shortened into a dollar i know
0: that's bullshit because you didn't even know i was coming 135th so
1: stop making oh, there we go up. got another got another mention <laughs> I'm, I'm home wait till i crack the top 100
2: so listeners, just just on this manly side it wouldn't be unreasonable that people are going to be holding four at least four out of the six of the back line
0: maybe five
2: maybe five so you know, it's just not going. Literally, you know, if you want to pick up Kieran yeah. 4, and I know he showed he got a zero-point game the other week and played the full 80 minutes. So I, he would be definitely an ultra-pod if you want him. But uh, oh, I, I personally don't like that as a bat from a balance in Supercoach perspective, um, particularly for some reason, wet games, um, Manly getting flogged. Like, it's pretty tough to carry and play that many Manly uh, backs in your team.
0: Yeah, I'll have if I get Burbo, I'll have four of them. So I have Turbo, Burbo, Kohler, and Tui Pilotu. Mm. So you, some people will have Garrick as well. Yeah, so, uh, they've got yeah, a, they've it's got,
2: not great. They've got a good good matchup in the buy round. I think they're playing Warriors, which is probably yeah. what you're bringing in all those guys for just just for those points because they've got some tough other tough games coming up.
0: Yeah, I'll I probably won't get Garrick this week, but I probably will consider him for that Warriors game. Um, but I think it'll be him or Joey Manu, and I'm pretty keen on Joey Manu even with the tough draw for that for that buy period. Just quickly on the Broncos, it was a obviously Payne Haas. Hopefully, if you had him, um, you've kept him. If not, uh, he he could come in. Um, he's obviously a final front row forward. Maybe you might want to hold off till after Origin. Now, not too sure, not too worried about that problem myself. Uh, Katoni Stags is the other one who. It's just rocks or diamonds, Dan. Who knows what he's going to turn up with? I know you had the VC on him last week.
2: Yeah, I was thinking, you know, he may may have one of those diamond rounds against, uh, uh, I think he was matching up against Tuss on that right-hand Funny. side. Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, Reynolds tunned up, um, Cobbo got really high score, and then the centre in between just did nothing at all. So that's as low as I've, I've ever seen for him base even. So uh, I think, if there wasn't yep. this many injuries going around i probably would have dropped him out for someone this week but i'm i'm now going to probably hold till the second buy round and just try to try to catch him when he goes well
0: yep agree i'm i'm just going to ignore him for now yeah he's no, not don't, he's don't, not a
2: buy no. i think yep. if you're if you don't have these injuries that have happened this week then probably can be a sell but i think he'll still he'll still Average, pretty decent, so I wouldn't be trading him unless it's maybe for another buy round for buy player for round thirteen.
1: Just on Payne Haas, um, I was a seller uh, last week and uh, probably talking myself into it a little bit. But I think for anyone else that did sell, I wouldn't be rushing to be trying to get him back this week. I think the one positive, if you did sell, was the Broncos forward pack did stand up um, last week without him. And obviously they've got Flegler back now, as well as uh, the other forwards that are in their Carrigan. rotation. Carrigan. So given he's coming back from that shoulder injury, I wouldn't be surprised to see Kevy give him lighter duties. So it's probably just a bit of a watch. You certainly wouldn't be selling him, but I definitely wouldn't be rushing to get him back in if you did sell him.
2: If Paynehouse yeah, was injured longer term, uh, I'd be looking very, very hard at uh, Carrigan. He was, he was sensational yeah, he's been killing on
0: the He's averaging 60 in base plus power so far this season when he plays and um, his minutes are the big thing when they've got Haas and Flegler um, and so they've moved Hetherington back to the bench this week. So I think I would be just very cautious about purchasing Carrigan this week. I saw already that he's one of the most popular buy-ins.
2: Yeah, it's it's hard, especially when he's coming off an injury like he had. They don't really want him to to go out for longer term so I think he's going to still be managed um so there could be, as, as Tubes pointed out, I think him him and Huss, now that Flegler's in and can do a fair bit of that work that they do, uh, they'll be managing their minutes a lot more.
0: Okay, on to the third game of the round. It is the Bunnies up against the Warriors, the hapless Warriors couldn't get the job done against 11 men, Sharkies team. Um, big news in this game, Torhu Harris makes his first appearance of the year in the second row. Tubes' is pod, Marcelo Montoya, back from round one, is also back in the team. Uh, Some I'm sure Tubes will be doing everything he can to have a look at him uh, for round 13. Uh, Pop That moves Pompey back to the centres, and Eli Katoa drops out to make way for Toru. For the Bunnies, Isaiah Tass is dropped um, in a crushing blow to new owners, um, and Cam Murray in even a bigger blow to his owners is out. Arrow moves to lock. Will that make him more relevant? We'll have to see. Uh, Junior Paulo, uh, Junior Paulo, Jackson Paulo takes Tass's spot at center. Tom Burgess also returns and Jacob Host takes the edge spot vacated by Joy Arrow. A lot to unpack here. Uh, Tubes, I'm going to start with you. Uh, The floor is yours. You can take me wherever you want here.
1: All right. I just realized, Dan, is your mystery uh back row the gun that's is it Tohu Harris that, that everyone's gonna be looking at the next the couple one? The one the one and only. Why not? Yeah, like, I plays the buy plays the buy round. Um interest in the Six hundred
2: K K seems cheap for for the gun second row forwards that are going around. You know, you've got IPAP and Murray and uh, you know, then you, they're they're both seven hundred plus. So very interested to see how he goes uh, this week, and might rush him in the side even the week after. Worries have got a good run.
0: Probably give him a week just to have a
2: look at. Just one. I, it's a big, big, bold move bringing him in first week. Uh, they may even manage his minutes as well. So just have a look.
0: What if you What if you own Murray
2: though? Uh, yeah, it's a it's, it's still a big bold move. I, there's a you know Burbo's on the horizon. Burbo's there for second row forward as well. Uh, so it gives you cash elsewhere.
1: What what Dan um, probably should I probably should know this but like is do you manage load on an ACL comeback or is it once you're good you you're good What's the what 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 do, what do they do normally for people come back from an ACL
2: Yeah, I mean there's a there's a risk of obviously recurrence higher risk of recurrence when you've done one already. It's more probably just fear for the player. So, uh, as I said, at this level, and they're all professionals, they've got great sort of S&C and physios in there, you know, they, they're going to be ready coming back. Uh, game fitness is, is probably a thing. He, we know he plays big minutes and he does it does it quite well. So I would just be looking at if he gets sort of 65 minutes plus, uh, and he's moving well, his base numbers are up. I think there's some stats around that output usually goes down with a season season injury like that. So if his numbers are you know 80% of where they were before, uh, I'd probably be looking to get him in pretty quickly.
1: I think part of that, the the good news out of this one for me uh, was also Ewan Aiken retained his starting spot, which I think everyone expected. But also Alisi Katoa was named 18th man, so uh, it, it's probably that's probably a good uh, uh, indication yeah. for for Aiken and Tohu's minutes. And I think actually Aiken's a bit of an option for me to bring in this week at centre wing. Mm. The only Especially, thing is he's
0: in he's in concussion protocols because he got mm.
1: Jesse Ramey nearly crushed his skull. Yeah, um, yeah assuming he passes, assuming he passes that. Uh, I might look at bringing him in, especially with the bye coverage coming up. Yeah, interesting. Just on and just on those minutes and that rotation.
0: So, so it's Aiken Harris at second row and Tavanga at lock. You think Curran will come back into that lock spot in round thirteen? So, I think as long as right now, Aitken, I'm not worried about Aiken's minutes at all. He'll get eighty if he's playing because what they'll do is that they'll take Tavanga back to the bench when he comes off, and Harris will drop back to lock. They'll put Murchie on to second row forward, I would think, or Murdoch-Masilla, although I think they've been playing him in the middle. Um, so like everything you said, Dan, Tohu coming back from an ACL, he'd be the ones whose minutes are going to be managed, not you and Aitken. So I think when Aitken could run into trouble is when Curran's back because there'll be less minutes to be shared around, even though I've got a lot of faith that Brown, Aitken's one of Brown's men, so should be okay.
2: Yeah, I think he's as long as Brown's
0: still
1: there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's safe. Uh, just you know, I think earlier in the season his his base output games for eighty minutes were in the forties, uh, which isn't ideal for someone that's worth five hundred and eighty high five hundreds. Uh, but does play the buy rounds. I I've had him before. Probably not looking at bringing him in again. I uh, want to want to take some pod flyers and some some center wing guns that are coming up this week as well. So
0: I'll tell you what has amused me. It's usually like what what second rowers can I get in the center wing. But I think it's kind of a bit flipped this year. <laughs> what centers can I get up into the second row? Yeah, uh, yeah sure. So I've got Tago up there at the moment, who's obviously not really performing. But guys like Talakai, um, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's one or two others as well. But, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's funny how the dynamic can kind of flip. Yeah. Uh, Dan, just one more warrior for us to talk about here is uh, ultrapod move at fullback. Uh, would you consider Reese Walsh for Paps?
2: I think Roos is a good price. I think you can even still wait a week and look at him for next week. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it up that he's a watch closely this week, uh, if he's fully fit. He did go off, or he he went down a bit with a hamstring, what yeah, looked like I think it, it could have been cramp as well. Yeah, yeah, I read that as well. It may have been just cramping at the end of the game, and he just got he just got stood up by a Nico, or you know, just the last pass from Nico. So he would have been pretty disappointed losing to a 12 man Sharky's outfit. So. Uh, I think he's, he's still got some great super coach points in him uh, and he plays that buy round at a good price and he would just be alone uh, for that round 13 and then trade up to one of the bigger bigger guys again. That's, you know, looking at, um, looking at playing the one fullback, I don't like it. I'd rather have two absolute gun fullbacks. Uh, but back end of last year, I think Walsh was showing that he was nearly at that top tier level.
0: I think he has the capability to go on a run so like you said, for a loan, a four to five week loan period, um, before you you know, and obviously if he gets the points as well, he also gets the cash. So you can go, you know, hopefully he gets to six or seven hundred K and then be able to trade back in um, you know, Paps or whoever when he's back.
2: I know you touched on it a little bit. Arrow, I think I don't I think it's gonna be bad for his minutes going to lock. Uh, not that he was sort of showing that he wasn't really coping with that uh, second row edge spot anyway for his minutes. So I think he's pretty irrelevant. I wouldn't be bringing him in, and I'd probably be looking to trade him out before round 13 yep. if you still have him. Uh, Cody is still a buy this week. I've had a, I've had a good look at Cody. He's still got a great run. Uh, he, he does have those tons in him. Uh, does turn me off a little bit. He's not quite at his prime of last year. So... Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm against anyone bringing them in. Still a buy at 550k, um, and that's uh, that's all that's pretty relevant in that game. I think Damian Cook maybe. Yeah,
0: hold uh, hold, hold hold Isaiah Tass mm-hmm. for now. No need to sell him. Would
2: you guys run with yeah. uh, just lock away Damian Cook and um, and Harry Grant for that hooker position? Now that you got cash.
0: Yeah, the the obviously neither will play Origin. I oh, sorry, both will play Origin. So you'll have neither for those buy rounds. I don't mm-hmm. think that's too big a deal. Um, I've also heard on some other podcasts them saying the risk of um, uh, neither backing up after Origin, so having to cop the AE in round 14, I think that that's fairly minimal. Like you'd have to get very unlucky for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm not too concerned about that. It's looking more and more apparent that they're the top two um, hooking options. In saying that, Tubes, I know you and I have got a little sneaky one later in the pod. To talk about for hooker at round thirteen, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with Starling at my second hooker for now, and I'm sure Randall owners are pretty happy with him given uh, what he produced on the weekend. No, Murray's
1: not is possibly hurts Cook a little bit. Murray Murray's his go-to man close to the line. Yeah,
2: he gets those good quick play the balls for him to jump out of too. So yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. a good point, Jibs. Murray's going to affect uh, affect Cookie. six seventy k. Just not a bad price, but. Still, maybe it's, a, it's not cheap. at his price, or maybe a bit over. So, hundred, hundred and yes. something break even this week as well.
0: I don't think you can really bring Cookie in for now. Mm. This close to Origin, Um just on Cam Murray, is he a hard sell, Dan?
2: Well, oh, just from the limited limited news that I've heard, uh, and he's a definite for Origin as well. So, yeah, I think I think he is a definite sell.
0: I think he he also might get. Especially now he's had this inju- injury. I think his minutes might get more managed if he was to come back in say two weeks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah I, I think he's a sell um, if you if you're an owner. Fourth game of the round, not the most inspiring, um, particularly from a super coach perspective. Titans versus Dragons. So Justin Holbrook has thrown the kitchen sink at Teamless Tuesday. So bear with me. Jaden Campbell returns at fullback, moving. AJ Brimson to 5'8". Will Smith is dropped. He's dropped both his wingers, Corey Thompson and Greg Marzu, who were both looking like potential pot options for round 13. They're gone. See you later. Phil Sammy and Jermaine Asako come in on the wing. Former Supercoach hero, Isan Masters makes his seasonal debut uh, at centres. He replaces Patrick Herbert, who's also been dropped. The next one who's cut is Kevin Proctor dropped. Uh, Isaac Liu moves back from front row to second row, and he is replacing the front row by Jared Wallace. St George, Anthony Griffin, God bless, God bless you. No changes. Tubes. Where do we even begin with these hapless, hapless Titans?
1: Yeah. There's nothing. Just there's just nothing. There's nothing to talk about. Like it's. I just. night
0: Brimson, Brimson probably not an option now. Back to five eight for for the
1: buyers. Yeah. Nothing for me. Won't be bringing anyone in. Uh, interesting to see all of those cuts and Aaron Clark retains his spot in the team. So, Dan's um, boy. Yeah. Uh, be interesting to see. What, there's only... There's, it, it could be dire straits for Holbrook. I don't know. It's, he's, he's, he's sort of throwing last-ditch efforts. I might, I'm, I'm, uh, Hail Mary. It's a Hail Mary.
2: I might have a mid-session tirade right here. Like, Holbrook has absolutely oh. no idea. Like, Brimson... Back to fullback, I'm pretty sure it was the Twitter outrage of people telling him to do it, and then he looks good in that first game. I didn't see the week, the weekend's game, but now he's switched back to 5'8". Uh, that left side, I don't mind that he's – like I, I saw some of the defence and the highlights, like that left side looks woeful. Uh, Brian Kelly I thought was just absolutely terrible, and they've got to drop the other centre. Uh, Marju didn't look great either with on a defensive front, but he's obviously a big ball carrier. Now he's gone. Uh, Jermaine Osaka, who knows what he's going to do coming back in, uh, and Proctor got at least five games too many. So you know that that team is just in utter shambles. No, no, um, uh, what's his name? He's, 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 I'm dropping him this week. No, the big the big boy, second row. Can't think. Ah, Tino. No. <laughs> The guy <laughs> got injured last week, David Fafini. Oh, right? <laughs> that guy, Fofito, oh, that guy got there. Uh, you know, they're just they're just gone. So I I'm actually yeah. looking. We'll get we'll move into the dragons here. I'm looking at uh, Zachy Boy Lomax bringing in even this week. I think he's a great guy. Yeah, well. I looked at. Dra- I can't.
0: Sorry, sorry, right? sorry, Dan. Just before we get to Lomax and the dragons, I just want to add to this tirade: the Titans. Uh, On the brink of signing Kieran Foran. Kieran (laughs) Foran is 32 years old. He has been a wonderful, wonderful player for Manly. Now, it's easy to forget, he left Manly there for a few years and he was one of the worst players in the comp. He is a very, very good role player with a structured coach like Des Hasler who can give him a specific role with an organising halfback as good as Daly Cherry Evans who can run the team. Foran can plonk on that left-hand side Structured attack out there. He's a very good leader. Um, seems like a nice guy. Few problems off the field, but he seems to have his life in order now. I cannot believe that they are going to pay him. I think it's like seven fifty for two years at thirty-two years of age. This just goes to show Justin Holbrook has no idea what he is
2: doing. Did Holbrook used to play? Did, did, did Holbrook used to play rugby league? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He played
0: for Roosters and replayed for the Roosters and. Possible um, several
2: concussions in his, Knights, in his career was it? A uh, lot. Well,
0: he 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 coached
1: in England. He won a premiership in England. Like I just mm. I just don't I don't get these yeah. these guys. Like, I did read a good tweet though on the weekend where it was like if you if you coach in England and you coach St Helens, Leeds or Hudders uh, Huddersfield, is that right? You you're bound to win a premiership if you if you if you um, coach over there for for a few years because it just rotates between them all. Um, the dragons obviously no changes and I am definitely hoping that this is finally the round that Lomax gets one attacking stat. Um his base output has been unbelievable to keep averaging as he does. But hopefully this is the round that he that he goes on uh on a bit of a tear with some with some tries or some some attacking. Yeah.
0: Yeah, before I rudely interrupted, Dan was going to lay out the case for him for a potential pod buy this week. I think.
2: Yeah, I am very, very keen on him. He bases average around thirty-five points plus. Uh, obviously, got the goal kicking. I think the whole the whole rest of the year, St George don't play Storm, Panthers, or Eels, so they don't mm. have those top three teams even in their rotations for the whole year. So I'm I'm. And we'll talk about it in the buys. I'm not that keen to have huge buy numbers this year. So I'm happy to bring him in even though he doesn't play round 13. Uh and then the next three rounds, you've got Titans, Warriors, Bulldogs. Uh, it's just an absolute treat if dragons can somehow muster some points on the board.
0: Yeah, that's got that's actually really piqued my interest too. Um, that's the type of pod play that could get you the that could really Zoom me up. The only the thing, month. the I only like thing it.
2: against it, say he starts to go well, um, he's still at a price five hundred and twenty-two thousand. That you might get a couple of good uh, games from him, but yeah. people are going to jump on him as well.
0: No, I don't think they will. I, I, because he doesn't play around thirteen. Mm. So I, I think that people and he hasn't got enough bulk scores where even if he turned up. I don't think he's going to be a people are going to go it's too close to the buyers and whatnot so and and like you said we'll we'll touch on it later but that buy strategy of covering both round 13 and round 17 in absolute numbers rather than looking at both buyers in isolation um, is something is he's the exact type of guy that you should be thinking about right now
2: yeah yeah for sure so running running him and and Stags for that round 17. I'm, I'm pretty keen on keeping bigger numbers for that round 17 and just maybe taking a hit on round 13 just with the, the players that you've got there. Send him off! Send the dressing off! Get him off the field! That was diabolical!
0: The fifth game of the round, uh, the mighty Melbourne Storm, absolutely unstoppable force at the moment, take on um, the Penrith Panthers who had their colours lowered by uh, local rivals Parramatta Eels on the weekend for their first loss in a long, long time out there at Penrith Stadium. Uh, Panthers unchanged. Uh, for the for the, for the the Storm, a few changes. Paps obviously gone. Ryan Pappenhausen, Nick Meany moves to fullback um, and Dean Iremia takes Meany's wing spot. Uh, Remus Smith also gone, uh, terrible luck for the young man. Uh, he's gone with a pec injury long-term. He is replaced by Marion Seve, who has been given dispensation to called up to the top squad. Um, Dan, obviously a bit of a blow, but uh, for, from a super coach perspective, probably the six, four to six weeks uh, makes it an easy decision rather than that two weeks for Paps.
2: Yeah, you've got to get rid of him. Just that amount of cash is on the bench. Uh, doing nothing, you need to need to spend it elsewhere. So I think he's a must-sell. He's definitely not a must-sell to Nick Meaney, though. Uh, I think there's a fair bit of trap in that. Um, 550K already, you've got a minus five break-even, low break-even this, this week. Uh, playing the Panthers could, could go under 30. So uh, I wouldn't be mm. looking to bring him in at this stage.
0: Yeah, I haven't really had a good look at Meaney yet. He's not someone I traditionally would be looking at, but in saying that, he he's going to kick goals, so that's obviously quite good in a storm side. Mm. Um, I'm going to have to have a bit more of a, a dig around. It meaning uh, is he dual?
2: Yeah, he's dual five yeah. eight uh, fullback. Five, fullback centre wing. centre wing. Yeah, so he's dual, which is handy-ish. Um, so you can put him in as a straight. Straight trade. I just think he's very much well, low can, down in that Melbourne Storm pecking order for when it comes to in the attacking 22. They've got so many options with Jerome Hughes, Munster, even people running off Grant. So I, I don't think he's, he's going to play as dominant role as Paps does. Uh, and he doesn't yeah. do that extra work that Paps does as well. I think, you know, very, very underrated. Oh, probably not. But Pappenhausen does so much, so much work around the ball and is in everything. I don't think he's going to have yeah. that same sort of role.
0: No, pro- probably one to keep a little bit of an eye on for the game against the Panthers, probably just wait a week. Uh, like you say, you can slot him straight in at fullback so then when Paps returns, you can move him down to the centre wing if you need to. Um, yeah, I, I actually maybe would prefer him to stay on the wing um, as an option. Like He's a bit of like a coat style, life, just be able to go on that run of, of a couple of tonnes. Needs the tries. Outside, playing outside of Paps. Needs the tries for sure. Couple of big hitters for the storm. I know um, people are, are potentially looking at put maybe a little via jewels and whatnot um, to get Munster in, or even uh, prioritising Munster over Turbo. Is he someone that that you have to get, Dan, if you don't have him already?
2: Yeah, it's it's a real tough one with Munster. Uh, he's 810k. He's had an unbelievable season, scoring great. Uh, playing for a contract so we know that when he's uh, you know wants top dollar so he's gonna his involvement's gone through the roof and and as a result his scores have he is a big game player they've got panthers cowboys manly coming up and then the buy which they don't play in Uh, so he can go big against the the better teams but it's a really awkward price at 810 it's it's top dollar for a center wing doesn't kick goals and he's going to definitely play origin So that's a real tough one for non-owners.
0: Just on Jing quickly, Josh King, he's absolutely killing it again. I actually put him up last week as a potential buy um, last week in the second row where there's a bit of difficulty. Um, Well well done. (laughs) He got 60-plus minutes again. Um, The only thing I would – I haven't owned him all year. The only thing I would put out to um, owners – is that Chewy Kamathamika is back this week in the reserves. Uh, so if he comes back, there's a chance either that I wouldn't think he would start at lock, but he would definitely go into that rotation of middles, and that was getting very, very tight with Cheese, Nass, Munster, Jesse Bromwich. i oh, sorry, Cheese, Nass, um, uh, Jesse Bromwich, um, Josh King, um, and a couple of others, and it's just minutes Loyera. Yeah, he's been playing a little bit of minutes at middle, but um, there's someone else there who I've forgotten. But um, anyway, there's there's um, there's plenty of minutes to be taken up with a lot of good players. There's not many minutes with a lot of good players.
2: Yeah, the, uh, interesting with Jing, his minutes have stayed consistent, um, but his base has gone from sort of the 40s to now three rounds with over 50-plus base. Yeah. So that is hugely consistent. And if his minutes are consistent... He's a, I think he's still a great price at 490k. He uh, is, but and it's, he's jewel, yeah. So, and he's jewel. It's, it's, I wouldn't be against anyone bringing him in now. He's, he does feel like he's just been a, you know, an absolute thorn for non owners early on, just seeing him just go better and better and better each week and just making that bulk cash. So, a tough one to bring in,
0: yeah. The interesting thing there will just be when do you move him on? Like, I don't know that there is going to be a time where you'll realize that cash. I just think you've got to think of that he's just a great value buyer that you've got. He's playable; you can plug him in any week. Um, yeah, yeah. The toughest decision for owners at the moment is just do you play him or not. And I think, I think while he's still starting, you've just got to keep you've got to keep playing him. Take that fifty to sixty points guaranteed. Yeah,
2: for sure. I think what I'd probably I like to look at it like you know, with a who would you rather? This might be a good one for later. But like you and Aiken versus Josh King. Mm-hmm. You know that's yep. you know at uh, at 80 to 90k I think less than you and Aiken uh, with a better base output. Obviously not maybe not going to get those attacking stats like he does, but he has he has also shown he's got a bit of a try assist in him. So yeah, tough one.
0: On to the next game. It's the Sharks and the Raiders. Sharks off a huge win. Obviously they'll be without Will Kennedy and Jesse Ramion, who are suspended for two and three weeks respectively. Um, I thought Kennedy was a bit harshly done by, put in the group. Um, I know that's not a very popular opinion, but I don't think it could have done Reese Walsh much damage. Jesse Ramian, on the other hand, should have been sent off 100%, and I think would have been if Kennedy hadn't already been marched. Uh, Hines moves to fullback, which we'll touch on. Braden Trindle comes in at halfback, and Connor Tracy in at center. Uh, Ronnie is back on the wing for the Raiders' Seb Chris comes into centre for Jared Croker, who was injured on his return. Dan, uh, I should mention at this point that Tubes has had to leave uh, for a work commitment, uh, so we'll finish without him. But uh, Nico Hines, what can you say? 188 points, what a superstar. Um, moving to fullback, you wouldn't think we'll have too much detriment on his super coach output, although it is a change role, so something to be a bit careful with.
2: I don't think I don't think it's going to change much. I think he's just going to get that sort of second receiver, which he did a fair bit on the weekend as well. Uh, so it's kind of like you know Moylan on his inside going out the back to Nico, uh, which I think is nearly better for him in the fact he does love running the ball. So he's more chance of getting a try if they have sort of got numbers, and he's still going to be he's still going to be putting those people outside him over for tries. So and he's got the goal kicking. I mean, I if I didn't have him last week, I'm so glad I got him. I'd be bringing oh, him. In you would have
0: been. You would have been real. You would have been so flat. Like that oh, could have been season. I'm not season coming dark. back this week. Season I'm dark. not coming back.
2: You, you, you would have heard some strange pods coming out this week if if I didn't get him. So um, yeah, like he's he's a definite buy. I've got an interesting one around Will Kennedy actually. So Will Kennedy's yeah. got a minus ten in his rolling average now. He's going to lose cash from what he is. Um, yeah he's in a top four side, say he gets down to low 400s maybe just you know in those weeks after the first buy round, 14, 15, 16. They've got Warriors, Titans, Dogs, and then they play the Storm in the buy round. I could see myself, that's the other reason for not bringing in Turbo. I might bring him as just a little loan for those four weeks, um, get mm. some good points, maybe make 100K and then bump him up to one of the... One of the gold standard fullbacks. After that, so have a look at him. He was averaging what mid, did he get? What did, he got minus, minus yeah. ten on the weekend. Uh, so. so no, he
0: got he got he got two weeks suspension. So he's out for Raiders and Titans. Mm. Then That's, then he's back for Roosters. Then he's back for Roosters. So he'll have that in his average. Then they have the buy. Then round fourteen, they play the Warriors. Mm. So he'll drop cash both those weeks. Um. Then they play Titans, Bulldogs, Storm round seventeen. Yeah. So they're that's probably the three games. Maybe Storm without Origin players, and then yep.
2: Cowboys the next week, and then you'd probably look to drop him after their runner Panthers South after that. Uh, but just yeah. one up there, um, particularly with with the buy rounds being pretty tough, but that's kind of what you look at. We'll, we'll talk about it in strategy. That's what you kind of got to be thinking over the next few weeks and with yep. buy rounds, who you can sort of have as a bit of cover, even if, you know, um, you know, just, just to get you through. And then, you know, with, with two guns in a position that are both playing origin, you won't have those sort of coverage guys. So yeah. Talk a bit more about yeah. it later.
0: Yep. Um, for the um, for the Raiders, um, just quickly, Tommy Starling, Dan, he's uh, I'm an owner, and Ricky's playing these games. Um, starting Adam Elliott, I mean, he's got forty both weeks, last two weeks. Probably just a hold through it around thirteen now, um, but it's obviously he's just he's going to be relying on those attacking stats to get up back to the to the seventies. Yeah,
2: he's a bit like a bit like. Um... I mean i I don't agree that he's on the bench, and I still think Elliot's a trap even though he did okay on the weekend with a fifty seven uh, with some decent minutes uh, but that could that could shift you know you might get him playing eighty minutes in that round thirteen, so I'd just hold for the buy and then then shift him on.
0: yep, yep. Um, Rooster's eels uh, is on the Sunday. Uh for the Roosters, they are Sammy Verrills drops out, he's injured, poor bugger, just can't get a run of games. Connor Watson back in at nine and uh the Eels are unchanged off their big win over the Panthers. Uh Angus Crichton, Dan, um not a huge score, but a good score in base and interesting to see he was moved to the left on the weekend.
2: Yeah, I think that's big for his output for sure. I think he'll he'll definitely average sixty. 60- 65-plus if he's a left-edge 80-minute back rower for the rest of the time. Uh, Roosters have a tough draw. Para, Panthers, Sharks. Very tough. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so, and he's been named, Tuberneau has been named at uh, a at, at, at starting again. So I don't know yeah. if they'll shift that. And I think if if Tuberneau does start, Angus will be back to the right. Uh, so I do have some concerns bringing him in. The other thing with Connor, uh, sorry, um, Cameron Murray being out, if he's out for first origin, I think Crichton's definitely there. I think he's probably yeah. in anyway, but he's definitely there if, if yep. Murray's out. So I I see a little bit of risk in bringing him in. Um, and again, I'd probably look to maybe another, maybe another rooster in Daniel Tupu. I think people have dropped off him. He's still sort of low five hundreds, break even of sixty six this week. Uh, he is he is a big base center wing. He's probably basing around thirties. Uh, I'd be more on him if Roosters were going any good, but uh, I'd I'd probably look to maybe bring him in probably probably after the buy round, but uh, might be a might be a buy even earlier.
0: Well, they play round thirteen.
2: Oh yeah, of course. So, so yeah, that's yeah. that's the reason why you're bringing him so in. That,
0: yeah, the tough the tough run is the reason not to bring him in. So just just on that, the Roosters' run from this week is Parramatta, Penrith, Cronulla, Canberra without with, Roosters without their origin players. So they're obviously that's not going to be an easy game away mm. to Canberra. Yeah. Storm, Parramatta, Panthers. Then so they walk. play Parramatta and Panth- they play Parramatta and Panthers. No, no, Panthers round sixteen, and yeah. then by yeah. Uh-huh. So they played Parramatta and Penrith twice in that run of eight of seven games plus Storm. So five of the plus seven Storm. game against top and three plus teams
2: and Cronulla, yeah,
0: and and cool. Cronulla and Canberra when they don't have their good players. So um, wow. that's as bad as a hard as a run can get.
2: Yeah, so, I didn't um, even sort of look past round thirteen, but. <laughs> And saying that I'd I'd probably be jumping shift on all roosters except Teddy. Yeah. Like well, that, that might be one. a Teddy one. Teddy dropped pre round thirteen, perhaps. Yeah,
0: mm, you'd probably maybe get a price rise out of him this week. Ooh. Um but then they've got Penrith. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a
2: tricky. I don't one. mind but that. Say so, if Teddy, Teddy gets to close to eight hundred. So cool. Um with that, yeah, I don't know.
0: Flip him. I yeah, I I really like Joey Manu for round thirteen. Um because he played fullback in that round. And he's a guy who, his floor, even though he does have a lucky, I think his floor is about 25. So it's not, not really high. Like you'd like it a bit higher, but man, he just, he can, he's just got such a big ceiling when he wants to turn it on. And this is the thing with him and Teddy. Like, yes, these draws are hard, but they can still get it done against hard teams. Like Teddy, Teddy can get it done against anyone. So yeah, I'm, 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 just going through it again, though, like that's that's the draw of draws. And um, Suwali is probably the one, the real big watch there. If you don't own him already, I think the ship has sailed Our um, with that draw. He just doesn't have enough base output. Um, he needs tries and he's just not going get, to get them. Yeah, so 360, I, I, I think I, you just let him go there.
2: Yeah, but he's probably averaging around high 20s for base, which isn't too bad. I saw he did a fair bit of work on the weekend as well as his two tries. Uh,
0: yeah, but it's probably the it's probably the base plus power element that he doesn't have. Like he is not a, he's not a huge tackle buster or he does have an offload, but it's not, you know, yeah. Not massive. So Yeah, I agree. He's he 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 can he's difficult he's difficult to start in your in your seventeen in these tougher matchups, I think.
2: Yeah. No, I I dropped Sammy Walker last week. Um for Nicka Heinz and to a Pilato. So uh, I dropped Schneider as well. So very, very happy yep. to see. I don't I really care how me. the roosters go anymore, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> great.
0: Yep. 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 Um, the final game of the round is the. Uh, are there any eels we want to talk about? Yeah, definitely.
2: Yep. Uh, uh. Well, as I said, if you don't <laughs> have iPad, this week is the week. I think every week has been the week, but this is the absolute <laughs> week to bring him in. Uh, he's still high price, but, I mean, he's just unbelievable. Well, against the Panthers last weekend, 93 in base plus power, I think. No attacking stats. God. Just – he may have got an upgrade line break. I haven't checked that, but it's just absolute unbelievable. I love the bloke. So I would be bringing him in against – you know, lining up against Momorowski, Sammy Walker – Super Newer potentially. Uh, I mean, he's he's in for a try. I think he's odds on to score a try in that in that game.
0: Yeah, I mean he's just set and forget in your front row for mm. the rest of the year. Yeah. Even second row, really. Um, you know, yeah. bit of a if you can find that for that front row pod, maybe someone like I mean that that could be viable, right? Move IPAP down for Murray and bring in Clemmer if you own IPAP already.
2: Yeah. Clemmer so, or Josh King. Sorry.
0: Yeah, bring Clemmer in for Murray and move IPAP from the front row down to the second row. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Some, something to ponder anyway. Could do that. Um
2: I did have a I did have my... a look at um Dylan Brown again. Still high, highish price. Uh, but I think he will be a gun, absolute gun for the rest of the year. I'd I'd like to carry Munster and him in my uh five eight and set and forget. Yep. So, yeah, round round
0: fourteen is around for him.
2: I mean, he's a must have for that second bout buy round, absolute must have. Uh,
0: yeah, I can't. I'm I, I'm really looking forward. Uh, once South get through the run to ship to ship Walker to him, I've got that as a long term plan. Yeah. So round fourteen, so they have the buy in round thirteen, Parramatta, and they've actually got a couple of tough games. So they have got Roosters and Manly now, then followed by Canberra in round twelve away. Then they've got the buy. Then round fourteen, they play Bulldogs. So I think you want him for that game, basically. Mm. Um, then then Rabideau South's Tigers in the bye. Um, yeah. Yeah. and then he's just he's that he's just second five eight, I think, with Munster. And then yeah. that's uh you don't have to worry about that position for the rest of the year.
2: Yeah, I think he showed he can he can still score against the good teams as well, and just that left side has just absolutely unlocked him this year. Um Brad Arthur tried to stop him putting him in the centres, but still couldn't stop him on his output. So uh, yeah I, I you know if you've got the cash spare cash uh I wouldn't be I wouldn't be against bringing him in even before the round 13 buy.
0: Yep, yep. And I think that's all we need to talk about from the eels no, no one else um no one else relevant uh if you've, you you know, I don't think anyone would own Moses anymore Or if they do um you'd be looking to move him on. Sorry, one more from the eels quickly. Uh just to watch uh, Ryan Madison is just Playing so well, like in terms of output at the moment, he's averaging like sixty in base from less than sixty minutes. Uh, sorry, base plus power. Um, you got to try on the weekend, but he's he's expensive, so it's it's difficult. He's not really one for right now, but coming into that second buy, um, I think that he could be an option in your second row forward.
2: Yeah, just at six hundred k, and he's yeah. he's he's still coming off the bench, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He so, so he hasn't he's only started one game this year. Mm. Um, but he's, you know, he's got, he's averaging sixty five in fifty nine minutes. Yeah. So, um, and that's with his first two scores being forty two and forty eight.
2: Yeah. He's basically just so, just pure base. He's averaging one base point per minute. Yeah. Like that is unbelievable. Uh, like apart so, from the the eight, actually the eighty minute games, he got less base than yeah. his fifty minute games. So that's an interesting one. I'd I i can not bring him in just being off the bench, just just if there is that change at that price. At that price of six hundred K. Yeah. Say he was say he was high four hundred, something like that, or even early five yeah. hundreds. Yeah, definitely, definitely could be. It's a just
0: ring. a radar, just a radar job for Matto. Um he's his output has been really, really strong. Final game of the round. Uh, Tigers cows. Um cows absolutely crushing at the moment. Still not fully convinced, but um, Chaz, Chad Townsend Buy of the year According to Buzz Rothfield uh, oh Turn it God. up Buzz But anyway uh, For the Tigers uh, The Luch Luciano Le Lua Is back um, And the Cows are unchanged So not much doing on a team news front uh, Dan Ruben Cotter Is the main player of interest From the North Queensland Cowboys Is it too late on him For round 13 Or could you still look to bring him in I think his um, price Particularly maybe for Murray
2: I think his price is fine to bring in no problem uh the rumors around him playing origin is again just what concerns me uh he could be an absolute bolter for origin queensland origin so uh that would really disappoint me if i brought him in and then he's not playing that round 13 uh he will be relying on minutes he has got them the last few weeks and he's shown that he can just absolutely motor through and put the base points on Uh, he's got a motor but you know that may change for some reason you know, Peyton might change up the rotation a yeah. little bit if he plays Origin and well, might manage him a bit differently as well. So, I I think there's a little bit of risk in it.
0: So he's played eighty and seventy five minutes the last two weeks. So
2: yeah, and I do remember, I think
0: if you were if you knew that he was guaranteed that, um, he's a good would, price would,
2: for yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it was only you know a couple of weeks before that. I think you were saying that he's you got to get him out of your side at the four hundred and fifty k that he's he's maxed yeah. out in price. So. You know and that's purely just down to his minutes, so I forget well, that shows
0: yeah what minutes can do, exactly. so on the other side of that, and the reason why his minutes have gone down is because Tamalolo's minutes last four weeks um starting from around six, he had seventy one then he went sixty three then fifty eight and then on the weekend he's gone forty nine minutes, yeah, so he's gone backwards every week and um and his scores are starting to reflect that, so He's probably not the buy for round 13. If you haven't bought him already, you can probably dodge him for now. Would that be a fair comment?
2: Yep, dodge him and and say, like, if you've got some cash for that round 13, you can maybe bring him in for that round 13 uh, because he will be a solid 50 to 60 points at least. Uh, and then you can probably hold him as as a you know as a bench front yep. row forward for the rest of the year, no problem. But I wouldn't be bringing and he's him in the next couple of weeks. He's dual, which is handy. Uh, I see on the run sheet there... Uh, someone has put down Reece Robson. Is that that little yeah, pod? Yeah, that was me.
0: About? and well, No, nah, yeah, that was me and Tubes. So Reece Robson someone I've always liked for super coach. The problem he's had is um, this little curly hair bloke called Jake Granville. So <laughs> Jake Granville was hanging around on the bench for a long time. He doesn't have that problem anymore. So three out of the last four weeks, he's got 80 minutes, uh, Reece Robson, and very limited attacking stats he had some creative stats against the Raiders four weeks ago, um, but he hasn't scored a try we know he can score tries um he's averaging in those in his three eighty minute games he's averaging sixty three points um, so I think as a round thirteen hooker if you've got someone like chris Randall or um uh, someone else who's not really cutting the mustard. Tom Starling is this. So this is my quandary. I've got Starling. I don't think I could trade. I don't think the upside's there to trade Starling to Robson and, and waste a trade. But I think Robson is a viable second hooker option, at least for round 13, but potentially as the second hooker for the rest of the year behind Grant. Um, if he's if he's getting 80 minutes, he's got an incredibly conducive, super coach-friendly game. He's got high base. Uh, and, and he... If he does run the ball, which um, I'm not sure he's been doing a ton of, he's strong, so can get those tackle bus stats. I don't know if you've seen much of Robson this year, Dan.
2: He'll be – no, but I'm just looking at the stats. He'll be a 50-point base player with the 80 minutes. Uh, And as you said, I think he's got a try in him.
0: 50 to 60. 50 to 60.
2: Yes, yeah. So I think on the weekend he got 61 in base, which is great. So he does have a try in him. He does pop a few little short balls to – the players, uh, if he if he yep. jumps out and throws it, Tommy did and You know, he's not passing the ball. He's going for it. So he could jag a few tries and tries this from that. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I can see it as a pot option for sure.
0: Yeah, particularly for 13. So mm. I, I'm putting him up as a sneaky buy of the week, uh, particularly if you've, got, if you've got Chris Randall. I think that's the main guy you might be looking to trade him for. He's only 480K mm. as well. So he's priced his value. Buy this week so- or
2: you mean in round 13?
0: No, this week. Mm. They, I think he's by this week. They're playing the they're playing the tight they're playing the Tigers.
2: Then they've got Storm and Panthers, which is tough. So
0: that's fine though. That's fine for him. Like I don't think it's it doesn't he's not affected by draw. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like he might okay. be one percent less likely to score a try I'll in those games.
2: I'll say Zachy Boy Lomax is the buy of the week for me over him. So might have a little head to head on that one.
1: Oh.
0: Right. That wraps up our uh, game week analysis. Uh, let's get into a little bit of strategy talk, Dan. And I wanted to talk today about buy numbers and specifically how many should you be looking at for round 13 and how do you include round 17 in that? Um, and then after that, I'll talk a little bit about um, how I've used boost so far, how you, you've, you have used your boosts and what the thinking was behind how you've used your boosts. So, Firstly, how are you looking right now for round 13 in terms of numbers?
2: Very bare at the moment. I think I'm looking at about maybe seven players playing round 13. Uh, we've got round 10, round 11, round 12, round 13 for trade. So, eight trades if you're not using any boosts. Uh, I'm realistically, with the amount of guns that are in the side that you don't really want to trade out just because they're missing around, I think the number is around 11 players for each of yep. those. So if you can get out 22, possibly 23 players for round 13 and 17, I think that's that's as good as you can get this year. Anyone looking to get 14, 15 players for round 13, you'll just absolutely be gone for the for the next buy round or you're running a team that doesn't have any guns, you know. So that's what I'm looking at. Yep. What about yourself?
0: Yep. Yeah, so I'm... I mean, I'm I'm pretty lucky that I've structured my team so that I've got all the guns so far. Um, you know, I've got Grant, I've got Pappali, I've got Munster, I've got, you know, I had Paps and Cleary and Teddy and everyone I wanted. Probably the only one you didn't have was Murray, who's now
2: gone. Yeah,
0: Murray was it? Murray Murray Gun was the only one that I couldn't that I never had from the start. And I've had Talakai as well from the for his good scores. Um, so. I don't want to get rid of those core origin guns. I don't want to trade them out. I don't want to flip them. Um, Teddy is maybe the only one, um, just because fullback is might end up with Turbo and Paps, but um, that's just to to play out. I'm not I'm not going to get rid of him yet. Um, I'm with you. I think I think eleven for round thirteen is fine and. Probably twelve or th- probably twelve or thirteen, maybe for round seventeen. But I think the only way you can do that is by bringing in those guys like Lomax or Dylan Brown or whoever before you can make those trades pre-round thirteen because you're going to get the value out of those. You can get value out of those pod guns who don't play round thirteen by having them in your side now when they could still score really well in those other rounds, even though they don't play round thirteen, and people are not buying them. Yeah, so. My strategy is going to be very clear. I'm not going to bring in fodder for round 13 or 17. 13 maybe. So I might bring in one or two guys, but I'm structuring it more around cheapies. So guys like Burbo this week is a good example. Tui Pilotu last week. So those guys who are going to make you the cash but play round 13, I'm not going to just get numbers for 13, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. and then similarly for around 17, because I don't I don't want to have to get junk out. That's the thing. So like Reese Robson is a risk at that. So I'll I'll pay that. So he could be got someone who you might need to ship out of your team later. So um yeah, I I don't I'm not gonna go over the top on buys. Like I think there's too much damage to be done by getting rid of origin guns. Obviously, there are some origin guns who you don't bring in now. If you haven't got them, you wait. Um But if they're in your team, I don't see any need to get rid of them during the origin period. There may be one or two exceptions, but um, there's none in my team at the moment. Yeah, and
2: then bringing in guys three weeks before the buy, bringing them in for the buy, that can turn south really quickly as well. So injury, suspension, out of the team altogether, particularly those cheapies. I wouldn't be looking at those cheapies. Like Burbo... Is a bit. Turbo's an obvious one. Yeah, he's. Right? I mean, he's probably most likely going to play the buy, but something could. He's happen. He's
0: going to play the buy, like Turbo. Well, he'd only get injured, or like, but he's also it's it's, right, it's low risk, right, Dan? Because he's 188k. Yeah, no, that's if that's you buy the street, interest, If you're if going to you you mid ranger,
2: street. yeah, less, yeah, less, less ideal. So, uh, and the, and in saying that, you know, you might think, oh, I've got these numbers for round 13, and then I'm going to have what, eight trades to round 17 or if I've saved some trade boosts, I can do that. Uh, I think with injuries and suspensions like this week, you've got trades that you must need to make and that's, yeah. that's not even due to the bias. That's hap- so, And that's happening every week at the moment. Exactly. So, you know, you, you do need some round 17 guys. I, I don't even mind dropping more numbers for round 13 to really load up on some some guys who play round 17. So. Have a look around, but start thinking about it from this week forward. I'd say.
0: Um, aligning to that is the use of the boosts. So, um, how many boosts have you used? All of them. All of them. Go on. I haven't actually seen anyone use them all, but.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Um, no. I, I, so
0: I've used four. I've used four of mine. Um, so I've got one left. Um, what's your? What was your thinking in terms of
2: using the boosts early? It didn't pan out for me, but. My thinking was just get the strongest side as early as possible, which, again, I would probably, uh, I I could potentially do like I did this year, but I'd look at only doing it for the absolute guns that I'm going to keep for the rest of the year. Um, So I think I was a little bit on going banking on some guys would turn into guns and they didn't, they fizzled uh, when I used the trade boost. So I'd just say, you know I would probably do that again, but i'd I'd more looking to probably save a few. I'm still not sure when i I think it's still early days, obviously being the first year uh I think mm. we'd reflect on that maybe end of the season and and see how it goes
0: so i'm I'm pretty comfortable with with my use of them. um my plan was also to use them relatively early to strengthen my team and get in those keepers where it made sense. three trades you can structure. Structure that up a lot easier than two trades in a given week. Um, my thinking there was basically the longer you hold those boosts. So if you've got four boosts left now, um, the basically the value of the boost and being able to use them decays over time. So the value you're going to get every week diminishes um, with how many rounds left, you will see the benefit of that trade. Mm. So that was my kind of thinking. The only um the only thing where I think that that might not be the right one, and this is where I'll probably use my last boost, is between round thirteen and round seventeen. So, and this is not guaranteed because, again, you mo- like it's a lot easier to use to bring in a real big super gun with a trade boost. Um, but yeah, getting the junk out from round thirteen and bringing in um, round seventeen coverage or keepers uh, is probably where I might look to use my my last boost.
2: Yeah, for that, I mean, if people have been saving three trade boosts for those rounds, uh, I think you've wasted them because there's so many guns that play Origin. So, you know, mm. you're, you're saving these boosts to bring in mid-range to potential guys who are going to go good just for that one round uh, yep. when you could have had, you know, these absolute weapons playing for the first good, when, 12 rounds. Especially
0: when there's, there's such a big gap between the best and everyone else in this game, yeah. like your Munsters, your Grants, your Nathan Cleary's, your Turbos, mm. your, your Paps, like they just have that capability to go so much bigger yeah. than anyone else but in a given round.
2: Say for this round where, you know, two guns have gone down in Murray and uh, Paps, this mm. round would be perfect to use a trade boost if I had one Yeah. Uh, because yep. I'm looking at two guns to bring in and then I'd want Burbo as well. So that would be somewhere. If you've got yeah, some exactly. guns that go down, bring in bring in two guns, and then you can get that cheaper for that for that cash as well. So this week's a good round well, if you've got a boost to use it, and you and you need to need to keep your team strong, but you want to get Burbo for that cash generation in round thirteen.
0: Yeah, well, and and the other point there is as well is if you have a boost this week, and you've got Murray and Paps to get rid of. Um, I mean Turbo's a bit interesting, but like in terms of he's obviously a like for like for Paps, but you could effectively just get three guns for those two players and get rid of a cheapie that's either made their money or yeah or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Where if you if you went just Paps to Murray, Paps and Murray out this week, you'd have you you'd have to skip on Burbo or um uh, you'd actually end up maybe with like 4 or 500k mm. in the bank yeah. for the week which would not be ideal so no. yeah i think i think you should use if you've got more than if you've got more than um one boost i think this is definitely a good yeah. week to use it
2: and if that uh, say that gun you bring in gets 20 points over the guy that you had had to play you know between now and or tw- averages 20 points for the next three rounds that then you have to have a guy that gets 60 for that just that one round yeah uh, or you know you can have a gun who misses that round and st- still on the same points after after the four rounds.
0: Yep. Yep. So yeah, no, that's um, it's interesting discussion and there's more than one way to skin that, but that's that's kind of our take. So Dan, we've gone way over time here. Um, just a quick game of who we who who would you rather, Heinz uh, or Turbo?
2: Heinz, definitely.
0: Wow. Um. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Good, run. Lines. Good run. That's. I don't. I don't even think about that. I was kind of just expecting you to say Turbo, um, Garrick or uh, Joey Manu. Garrick. Yeah. Agree. Reluctantly. Uh, turbo or Garrick. Yeah. We t- as a buy this week. We did
2: touch on that. This. Uh, I would. Uh, I. I. At the moment, I think the pod play is Garrick. Uh, if you're looking to looking to take on Turbo. If you're up the top and you're not pushing for other trades, like Turbo's an easy buy. But I'll go Garrick.
0: Yeah, I'll go Turbo. Uh, Cotter versus Crichton. The battle of the origin maybes.
2: Such a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go Crichton because if both of them play origin, it's definitely Crichton.
1: Yep.
0: Yep, I'm going Crichton there too. He's got a ceiling and... Yeah, I'll go
2: I'll go cry. Yeah, he's kind of back now too. Uh
0: all right, that's um that's a we've rambled on long enough. Uh great show Dan. Thanks for joining us. Uh we'll uh we'll catch up again next week and best of luck for round number 10
1: up there in Brisbane. Yeah, thanks Maddie. Cheers. Cheers. You beauty.